Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of Did I Did I Stutter? Did I Did I Stutter is now available anywhere you get your podcasts. We'll be releasing new episodes every Tuesday. Follow us on Instagram at D-I-D-I-S underscore podcast. Once again, thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy our humor as much as we do. And, and see, you know, it's funny too. My dad now he wears a um, he wears a hearing aid. Oh yeah. Well, years uh, and years of bands. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, he's in his late sixties, kind of. Yeah. And uh, it's one of those things to where it was funny when he first started to lose it because I, I mean, it's been a few years because we'd be home and the TV would just be. Blaring, <laughs> and I'm like, Dad, I've been in like rock bands and never and played drums all my life and never once protected my hearing, and this is killing me. I go to rock shows, I work at rock shows, right? And I feel like this is a little too loud. <laughs> <laughs> and and he's like, What? I can't. And so, my mom, of course, it's so funny to see that, like, she'll be in one end of the house, she's got her like headphones on at the other end of the house. <laughs> Like, well, she'll be at one end of the house watching TV, and he'll be in the, like the living room or something. And she'll just, you, you, we would be there, and without anyone leaving any room, she'd just be, "Run! Can you turn that down, please?" Like, and I'd just be in the like one of the rooms or something, like on my phone, I'd be like, just kind of look around, jeez. And it's just, and then, but he wouldn't hear it, right? <laughs> he of course, hear her yell that, which was always funny, especially over the TV. Then it got to the point to where. I don't know if I should say this, but <laughs> I, I actually I know my mom knows this because she picked up on it. He started to pretend when she would say things to him to not be able to hear, her, <laughs> even, so though, good. even though even though so Ron too, by the way. God, <laughs> and he would just be like, "Oh, sorry, what'd you say?" And she'd be, like, "I know you could hear me." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And then and then he got his hearing aid, and he was like. He's, I can't really play that game anymore, you know? And it's like, unless he says he's got it turned down. Right. The battery's uh, dead or something. Yeah, yeah. And But he's actually got the one. So he's got the one that's got the Bluetooth connected. Oh, okay, yeah. So he'll just be sitting there, and he'll just be like, hello? <laughs> <laughs> and he's staring you in the eye, and you're having a conversation. And he'll just get, and he'll just, he'll just go, he'll hold up a finger and go, hello? Like, staring you dead in the eye. It's like, yeah, no. No, that sounds good. You're like, are you? I'll talk to you Tuesday. And you're like, are you talking to me? Yeah. And I'll be like, (laughs) okay. And he's like, I'm on the phone. And I'm like, what? And see, I had no idea he had the Bluetooth. Bluetooth, So the first time that happened, we were just sitting there (laughs) and he was actually at my sister's and we were all just sitting there real quiet one night after dinner. The boys had already gone. They'd already put the boys to bed. Oh man. And he was just on his iPad. He just goes, hello. (laughs) 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 And I was like, what? You get scared of hey, how you room. doing? And I was like, and I looked at mom and I was like, 
is dad okay? And she's like, he's on the phone. I was like, what? She's like, it's his his hearing aid has Bluetooth on it. And I was like, oh. it's <laughs> You know, you might want to let him know to tell people that. Right. Because now I just think he's going crazy. <laughs> it would, wouldn't it be he's even... just sitting there doing stuff on his iPad. He likes to play games and stuff sometimes. He's just, hello? <laughs> Without even ever looking up. Moving, changing anything. Wouldn't it have been even better if, like, the very first time you, you heard him, you know, do that, he was uh, answering someone's question about Boopa de Beppo's? <laughs> like, like, hello? Yeah, it's uh, Boopa de... Oh, Boopa de... Boopa de... Boopa de... Dad. <laughs> Dad. And I'm, like, calling 911. Yeah. Or I grab his phone to call 911, and I call him. I'm like, hello? And then he's like... And it, but it's going through his earpiece. Yeah, so right. he's like, why are you calling 911? And I'm like, what? What? Hello? Hello? It's Boopa de Beppos. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, he, it's, it's, it's funny to because it's happened a few times and it catches me off guard every time. God, that's funny. And what's funny sometimes is my mom will be driving the, uh, the Camry mm. that they have and they'll be riding together. And I'll, like, call my dad's cell phone or something to talk to them because I know they're coming up to Nashville for a day or something. And she'll be driving, and naturally, she sees it's ringing. He may be asleep or something. Oh, that's and he'll good. Push, she'll push answer and go, hello? And then and then she said, I'll just be like, hello? And he'll just, like, <laughs> jump up because he was asleep in the passenger seat. And he'll be like, oh, hello? That is so- <laughs> it's in his head. And I'll look over, and she goes, forget about that <laughs> so it's connected to his phone she's like wait a second wait a second she's trying to change it to the speaker like while they're going down the road he's, he's like god <laughs> he's like hello yeah ben 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 and then it goes to the and he's like oh god. man that's funny it's 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 oh. been quite the adventure for them i'm i, I love I uh i love technology with people who i love technology <laughs> yeah. yeah and it's funny too because uh <laughs> they don't they they struggle with it they're an old, they're the old generation they don't dive sure. into oh, it yeah. like we we have and uh the other <laughs> i say the other day it's been months ago but my nephew judah who is two about to be three mm-hmm. in december i say about to i mean that's months away but still <laughs> right um he will be three in december picks up my mom's phone one day and does something and my mom was about to grab it from him and was like no don't Wait, how did you do that? <laughs> she stopped. <laughs> asked a two-year-old how, how he, he did. did what he did. He don't even hardly understand. Right. He doesn't even know. And so it was just... She, that's uh, funny. <laughs> he, she, I looked at it and I was like, oh, that's... You know, you do this and this and this. And she was like, I had no idea you could even do that. <laughs> I was like, mom, he is two years old. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. she was like, I, I mean, I don't know. It's like it's ingrained into him now yeah, for some reason. Yeah, it's just one of those things. Like he... They grew up around it, so they see it and they, you know, mimic it like anything else. Yeah. Oh yeah, my daughter's learned to text now. So she was on vacation, like with her uh mm-hmm. <clears throat> her other or yeah, grandmother or whatever. Um not my mom, but her mom's mom. And uh, they were in Florida. And so for like hours upon hours a couple days ago, I got like uh over like a hundred text messages. But it was just gibberish. It was either like letters <laughs> gibberish. From who? Uh from, from my from my daughter. She's six. No, 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 no. Whose phone was it though? Oh, it was it was um Jesse's grandmother or Jesse's mother, her her grandmother. So you her, you thought your side. former mom mother in law was having a stroke? Well no, I, I knew <laughs> what was trying going to on. Dial 911? Well she had called me and she and she had she she learned how to call too. So right, she had, right. yeah, she called me or whatever and she's like, Hey, let's FaceTime or whatever, you know, do, yeah, do that. Yeah. So I FaceTimed her. After we FaceTime for like five seconds, you're like, okay, let's hang up and let's text. I was like, well, we just got to 
we just started FaceTiming. Like, whatever. You you want to do this? She's like, no, I want to text. I don't want to see your face. I'm sorry. This was this was a mistake. And so she sends me just like a hundred emojis. It's like these the different like right. the unicorn emojis or whatever, dragon emojis, all that kind of stuff. For, like, are you going to have actual conversation or are you just going to send me your favorite emojis? It was gibberish and emojis. The poop emojis. She's a big fan of that one. So. I can imagine. Yeah. Um, in my sister's phone, there's a photo of me next to my name in the phone book. And they know how to get to it. And then they just scroll down until they see my photo. Yeah. And they'll just FaceTime me or call me. And then it's always, hello? Thinking it's my sister. Right. Sometimes, though, I'll if it's a FaceTime randomly, so I'll, kinda, it's usually know, them. Yeah. You know? Every once in a while, my sister do it just because they want to. But um, it'll, I'll be like, hello? And they'll be like, come to your house. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> we want to come to your house. <laughs> and I'll be like. Does your mom know you're calling? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, right. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. And then you hear Ashley go, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she'll pick up the phone and be like, hey, Ben, sorry they called again. And I'm like, it's fine. Of course, I don't mind talking to <laughs> Your them. house. That's funny. Because they just love coming up. I have like a one of the Super Nintendo, the old, it's not an actual Super Nintendo. It's like the hard drive with all the yeah. games on it and everything. And it's like the throwback, yeah. whatever they called it. Yeah, they yeah. love to come over and just play Street Fighter constantly. Oh, yeah. And they're terrible at it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what was really funny, though? The first time they started playing it was one time when uh, when Ashley brought them over just for like an hour one day because they were bored at the house. And she came over and I set it up so they could play because Cecil had played previously when she just dropped him off for a little while once. And... uh and so we were sitting there, uh, they were sitting there playing, and she goes, oh, I used to love this game. <laughs> like, and it was like Mario Kart, right. and like all the, and, Mario, and Super Mario, and all that. And she goes, oh, you have Super Mario? And then she goes, oh, I'm, I actually want to play with you, Cecil, because Judah was not really playing. And so they start to play, and they were taking turns, because, you know, if you do the Mario and Luigi, and when one dies, the next one gets the opportunity. To, right, you know, yeah. you can advance that way. And my sister... It was just, she'd, she'd go through and she'd, you know, usually not beat it the first time, but, you know, get close. And then it'd be Cecil's turn and he'd die pretty much immediately. <laughs> yep. And he'd go, oh, I want to play again. And Ashley's like, wait your turn. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and then, and then like he, she'd go through and beat it and I'd be like, oh yeah. And then it'd be his turn, you know, and then he'd, he'd die immediately and she's like, yeah. And it's like, I want to play again. And so you're just going to have to wait. I'm playing this time. Well, you're going to you have know? to get better to be able to play longer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She, she actually says, like, well, then don't die next time. <laughs> no, oh, she did perfect. for my benefit because I was in the room. But no still, mercy. It was so funny. She's like, no, it's my turn. Mom, be quiet. Yeah, I hooked up my old N64 uh, last time I was there, and uh, we played a little bit. And, yeah, I showed no mercy whatsoever. <laughs> I beat the crap out of her. <laughs> Got, like, the red shells and shot him at her and stuff, you know? It's so funny to see. Because, like, I'll play, but, like... Like I said, he, I mean, he's, you know, Cecil is four. He'll mm. be five this, this winter. And so, I mean, he's not really got the best hand-eye coordination. No. And so I'm They don't need it for, like, those little mobile devices and stuff they're using. I, no, no. We learned a lot. It's, more yeah, of it. it's, it's a lot different. We started off, th those were our smart devices playing those games. Yeah, I never really thought of it like that. Yeah. Like, you're controlling something. Um, and, I mean, I remember having Duck Hunt. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then the the uh, for the, and this is for NES, so it was. There was a Jet Fighter game I used to like to play. It was like uh, talking about Star Fox. No, it wasn't Star Fox. I was about to say was that like was sixty four. Well, I mean, I mean there, there was, there was for Super Nintendo. Yeah, there was, but yeah, um, no, on the on the Super Nintendo, I forgot on the what Super. It was. 
Yeah, I, forget, I can't remember what it was called. I used it's to play it like a church friends. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I remember we had the NES. We got it from my cousin Jeremy. He he was getting a Super Nintendo or something like that or a Sega. I don't remember. And but anyway, we got it and it, it came with this like trackpad. And when I say trackpad, I mean like it looked like a twister sheet <clears throat> that you lay out on the floor and it had really? a cable. And it was the same idea as like a Dance Dance Revolution situation oh, okay. to where you had pads to step on and yeah. it, and it's there it was sensors in it, but it was there wasn't as many. Like it was only a. It's like four of them. Like yeah, and you. I don't remember the way it worked exactly, but you lay it out and you, was it was it like, like a, a big D pad. Like were you just like left, well, right, up, down? Uh n- no, it was. You had to be jogging in place. And then to jump, there was another one off to the side. Man. Because it, it was a track game that it came with, like where yeah. you're running track. It was like an Olympic game or something like that. Oh, dang. And I remember being terrible at it. And, and eventually, like, I got mad and just jerked the cable out of the <laughs> NES and it ripped it at the, like, the pad or whatever. Right. And so then we just never played that game again. But actually, you know, no one else played it either. And then eventually, you know, I went through and I got the uh, Super Nintendo... And then eventually I, I sold that one to Noe, actually, oh, right. and got the 64, had the 64. And when I got the 64... Oh, I love the 64. That was when I got, uh, of course, GoldenEye and all the all the classes. I, I still have the same 64. Yeah. But back then I had a steering wheel. I don't know if you remember. Yep. Cruising and I had USA. A, and I, well, actually, it was for... Um, or Cruising Tropical or whatever, Cruising well, World. Well, no, it, I did have one of the Cruising USA games, but I... Also, I like the Cruising World better. Cooler cars. Cruising World was cool, yeah. yeah. No, this was for uh, a game that was a... It had a stunt course, and you were in cars, and I, I remember playing. I it. can't remember what it's called right now, but we you you would you would go down ramps and you'd be doing circles and all that kind of stuff, and you yeah. and if you land them, you get points. Oh it was like a trick my game. gosh! You know, I know exactly about? what you're talking about. I can't now. remember what, it, but that's the reason I bought it, it. Didn't it kind of look like Tron almost? Yeah, a little yeah, bit? yeah, yeah. It yeah, was yeah. real, real eighties esque. Yes, as far as like the way color that, schemes. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. But the gra- I neon. remember the graphics looking pretty good for that. It wasn't terrible. I mean, maybe I have gone our... back and played it now, and I'm like, oh. I was about to say, yeah, but maybe like, it's just our age. Greatest, yeah. Yeah. I put in, I put in uh, Mario uh, 64 Yeah, like last yeah. week, right? And I was like, this looks terrible. <laughs> I, play, I played Blitz 2000 the other day. <laughs> oh, I bet, it looks, I bet and, it looks like crap, too. Uh, yes, but it was still so fun. I bet. Just powerbombing somebody after the play's <laughs> done. It's just so gratifying. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, oh. I had that, and I remember I used to play. And then, then I got, I don't know, I was when I was... A kid, I was super impatient, so I wanted to buy a new game, and all I had was twenty dollars, and I'd saved for so long to get that twenty dollars, yeah. right? And they had games that, for twenty bucks back then, um, and there was one called Enter the Gecko. I remember, and that. it was basically like a, an adventure game, kind of like Mario or something, where you yeah. had worlds you had to conquer or go through. But you played as like a little, and you were just a gecko, yeah. and it was just a terrible. It was just a not a great game, and I remember it because I got it. And I was super excited, and then I started to play it, and then I realized I hated it. But I, <laughs> I, like, made my parents go take me to to buy it, and they were like, "Why don't you just wait? Because I know that you mentioned this other game you wanted." And I'm like, "No, I'm gonna get this game." Right. And then we get there. New game, new game. Yeah, and I got it was in. The, I remember it was at the old Walmart, and they had that game section. So I was standing there, and I was, 
trying to decide and they only had four games for some, like all of them were sold out or something and it was the only one that was even remotely close to something i wanted to do so i got it yeah and then like a weekend i realized i hated the game <laughs> terrible game but i wasn't about to admit it right so i just sat and played this god-awful game <laughs> for <beat> it. months <laughs> and then like I, pl- I probably played it for a month and then told my parents i beat it and then i wanted to go trade it in at yeah. like one like GameStop or whatever it was you know i did the same thing with um it was I could never afford it, obviously, because I was just a child. <laughs> but right. I wanted I wanted Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Oh yeah, that, I wanted that. It was that like that the first blue cartridge that I yep. ever seen. Yeah, so it was a blue cartridge, and so I looked everywhere for that thing. Like you know, anytime we were at a store, it was like thirty or forty bucks, so you know, however much it was, yep. you know. Uh, but finally, one day we were walking around Trade Day, I think it was. Okay. Uh, and like we came upon this N64, like these games and stuff. And I was like, I saw a blue one. And you were in over there? I was like, oh, bam. So I, yeah, I run over there. And sure enough, for $5 was Tony Hawk Pro Skater. $5. Yeah. I was like, I begged them. I was like, I'll do every chore and I'll mow the grass. <laughs> and then you whatever, got it. You, you didn't know. do any no, of it. No, I, I sat for <laughs> two weeks straight and played that game nonstop. I guess that was shortly after. That was that must have been right before you and I actually start became friends and started hanging out. Probably because so. I remember right. the only time I played the first time I played Tony Hawk Pro Skater was with you yeah. at your house, like early. Like I don't remember why I remember that, but I just probably so. It, it was probably yeah, second or third grade. It would have been. Remember. Well, we, yeah, we started being friends in like third grade, so I probably came over like and you just lived right around the corner. So yeah, um, and your brother had just started the band. So <clears throat> yeah, so that uh, yeah, fifth grade, yeah, second. Second or third grade, I think he was in. I think he was older than the first year because he was starting to learn tuba. Oh, okay. And that's why he he was coming over to do lessons with my dad. Right. And then, and then that, and he would bring you because your mom and dad were like, "Get him out of the house." We don't want him. <laughs> <laughs> Can he come too? <laughs> it's, it's like, do you, it's like, oh, you're going to do your tuba lessons. Do you need Adam? Do I need Adam? No, you should take Adam. Right. He'll be good support for you. Uh, okay. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, um, but yeah. So then, then from there, I, and and now the last two times I've bought a system, it was for one game. Right. I, like it was not for one game. It was because a specific game was coming out, and the only reason I upgraded to the next system is because I couldn't yeah. buy the game on the previous system. For, I, I've totally so, done that before. And then I'm guilty. Now that's the cycle I'm in every like three years. Yeah. Yeah, it's what um I, I bought the. That's the reason. That's the whole reason I have a PlayStation is because they had the the MLB the Show franchise. Like Xbox didn't have it, so uh, I bought PS- a PlayStation just for the yeah PS4. That's where I started. Yeah, that's where, PS4. Yeah, that's um, I had a PS2, and then I, I had an Xbox 360. Yeah, because they I had the 360. Yeah, I got the 360, and gosh, that was when I first got the that 360. Was a good that was when we were all doing like Call of Duty Black Ops. Yes, dude, and we then, ran those maps. Oh my god, we were doing that constantly. Like I remember, we had the, our our what was it a uh, our tribe or uh, it, was, was, it was a what, uh, wasn't very PC our clan or whatever clan. It was. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I'm not going to say that. But I was like, yeah, but it wasn't we a very PC name. No, no, <laughs> but we had the blessing. We <laughs> did have the blessing. <laughs> um, but anyway, so we like we had that, and it was just like twelve of us that would cycle in and out depending on who was online. Yeah. We would always dominate. We were good. Yeah. And then and then it, it kind of fell apart. We all started doing other things. But, like, that was just that time where I was constantly playing video games. Yeah. And, and like... Nine, ten hours a day. Yeah. Like, if I had nothing to do that day, I mean, at that point in my life, I, des- I definitely wasn't going to go work out. Right. That wasn't... That was not even a thought that crossed my mind. Yeah. It wasn't even like, I should not be sitting around all day. I was like, man, the only thought that might come to my head from sitting around was... 
man, my ass is getting a little numb from sitting around. I'll switch over to the couch. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, <laughs> that was about it. You know, yeah. It was never, man. Maybe I should get up and do something. No, it <laughs> no. was not that. I remember I got a bike, and I, I I didn't pay for it. Like I I ended up with a bike somehow. Like somebody was giving one away or something like that. You're like, sure, I'll I'll take, take the this, bike. Yeah. I'll take your junk. <laughs> I took the bike. You know, uh, ended up trading it for a bike that was more suitable for me because that one's like a road bike, and I didn't yeah, want yeah. it at the time. I just got like a normal bike. And I remember taking it and then rode it um, once down the block and back. Like, well, never doing that again. And, well, I put it on and I was like, man, that was nice. Like, like I'd actually done something. It was like down the block and back. And I'm talking not even a mile around. You, you've right? been gone for five minutes. <laughs> yeah. I get back and I put it in there in like the little storage area out back in the apartment right there. And so, and, but it was kind of cold. And then, so I was like, I don't know. That you that was your excuse. Yeah, and yeah. then that whole winter came, and I was like, "Boy, I I, I remember saying <laughs> can't wait like, for summer. <laughs> I can't wait till it gets warm so I can ride that bike again." And I remember when I moved, like a year and a half later, I got the bike and carried it with me, and I rode it probably twice at more. And then and now it, I, actually Zach Williams has it. It's it, like I I let him borrow it once when I moved all my stuff, um, with uh like it's in the Longbello, and uh, I I want I needed somewhere to store it. And he happened to be around when I mentioned to Brian and them that I need somewhere to store it when I went on tour. And he was like, well, you can store it at my place if you want, as long as I can use it. And I was like, yeah, of course. And then when I got back from tour, I kind of forgot about it. And yeah. I ran into him like a few months after I got back. <laughs> and he was like, dude, I think I still got your bike. And I'm like, no, you can have it. <laughs> and he was like, oh, great. I was, I was worried because I didn't want to have to go buy another bike. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, cool, because I repainted it anyway. <laughs> I put spinners on it. Yeah. Oh, dude. oh yeah, dude. It's got or lights he, on it. He comes up and is like, I souped it up. I put a baseball card in its spokes. And like, that's all he did. That's the only thing he did. That's why it's a way to soup it up. But he's like, but the brakes are like worn down. They're gone. And like it's squeaking and like the chain's about to fall off. He's like, I souped it up though. Rusty put, as Put hell. that card in there. <laughs> I remember I used to put a, I used to put a card in my bicycle spokes when I was I don't a kid. Know if I, I don't think I ever did that. I, it wasn't a, it wasn't a baseball card. I wasn't about to ruin my baseball cards. Right. Um, <laughs> I put uh, I had I just bought a deck of like thick uh, playing cards. Yeah, and they wore out a little quicker than baseball cards would have. Put the ace of spades in there. Oh, I just I don't know because that's, that's I the just coolest like one opened to have, up. Right? The, I probably did and went through all the aces and then all the kings and all the, the queens. Ace of spades. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think I was listening to that. Back <laughs> that's then. Motorhead. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I just, I, I do remember like putting cards there and riding around just in my like no, nobody nobody's riding with me. I'm just in the yard at my parents' house in like middle school, yeah, or younger probably, younger than that, and uh, elementary school, I guess. And I'm riding around, and I and I remember the the bike that they got me. Like for a long time, I was riding my sister's hand-me-down bike. It was like pink and light blue, and I was like, I don't want this bike. This is a girl's <laughs> bike. Like I was, that was my, you know, as a kid, you're like, this is a girl's bike, right? And so I was like, I wanted one, so I asked for one for Christmas, and they got me one. And it was called a Sky Blazer. Sky Blazer. It was like a royal, like a deep royal blue. <laughs> had black all over it, you know. It was like, had the hardcore rubber grips. Right. And like the, all the, it, it was just a cool looking bike for like, a, I don't know. Did probably, it have pegs on it? I was probably, no, I didn't have pegs. I, I probably didn't even know about pegs yet. Yeah. I do remember us getting into the little mini bikes and oh, skateboards. Oh, show. You remember us doing yeah, all that? Yeah, the tech deck. Oh, yeah. For sure. That yeah. was ridiculous. In fact, like up until... 
five or six years ago, I probably still had them around. But I think whenever mom and dad like moved, I think they like probably got rid eye. of some stuff or whatever. Yeah. Or maybe I sold them a long time ago at a yard sale. I don't remember. I'm mad right. at myself though because I wanted to play with them. <laughs> <laughs> you start looking for them, they're super expensive. They're like right. They're like yeah. classic pieces. You're yeah. like, damn, I could have paid for college for my Sa- daughter. Same thing too with um. I'm mad now because baseball and you know, like uh. Basketball cards are coming back. You know, oh, they really? Like, yeah. They're, they're, oh, I need they're to bust back. out all mine then because I've still got them all. I've got seriously tons like, of cards. And I remember like the day I sold mine thinking, ah, these will never be worth anything. I had freaking rookie Kobe Bryant cards. I had like a Kobe and Shaq card. You know what I mean? Go, like, I need to go through because now like I remember vividly. There's some that weren't that hard to get back then yeah. that are probably now like actually a, worth something. I had a Michael Jordan Barons card. Like I remember. Oh, Birmingham Barons. Yeah, yeah, I Birmingham had a couple Barons. of those. Yeah. Yeah, those were rare. Um, I, I had this one so card. I still remember. This was my favorite. And even back then, it was worth something. If they're coming back, if they ever make a comeback, this will definitely be worth something. Yeah. It was a Deion Sanders card. They are coming back, so you get, better get it. I'll, I'll, I'll See get what it type of shape it's in. Yeah, all of them are just still boxed away. Yeah. So they haven't been touched in like 20 years. Unless rats have eaten them. Uh, they don't have rats there. Oh. Well, I mean, I say that. Where is it, in space? I <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> I just went at my parents' house. They've always had cats. So oh. like, they take care of the, the well, mice and stuff. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so then, uh, like I had this one card, it was a Deion Sanders card and it was a picture, uh, of like the space between first base and second base. Yeah. And he was stealing. Oh, um, yeah. but it had four or five pi- pictures. Oh, of it was like Deion. an action shot, kind of like his yeah. progression between. And it had him. Yeah. But it had him running from his football uniform into oh, his baseball uniform. That's really cool. Actually, it was a really awesome card that I was ended like up a shiny, with. like a holographic looking one. No, or? I don't think it was anything like that, but it was a, one of those that was just rare. Like when you buy the packs at like a grocery store yeah. or, a, or, you know, wherever I bet you buy it was, them. I bet it probably had some holographic stuff on it then. Maybe most of those rare ones or whatever, like those unique ones are. I remember back when we got it, most cards were worth, you know, anywhere from 10 cents to a dollar, yeah. right? This one was worth like $6 then. You we know? should get back into it. Dude, how funny would it be? It's like buying and selling. <laughs> we, we make millions by selling all kinds of cars. That'd be awesome. I, I mean, oh, no. Yeah. I'm not making fun of how awesome it would be. No. Uh, it would just be funny that that's like. I've seen, I've seen some like video of like this YouTube celebrity who he, he was a lawyer, like at a pretty reputable law firm. Like he was a, a top shelf lawyer. Mm-hmm. And he quit his job so that he could professionally open Pokemon cards. Open, well, open. I'm sorry. What do you yes. mean? Yes. So, all, like, he he had a video stream or a YouTube channel where he would literally just open Pokemon decks and all the different. I mean, he would sell the Pokemon cards that he had inside. And how long ago was this? It started several years ago. But he's like huge. He's got like really a few million followers. Like, and all he does all day is open Pokemon decks, like Pokemon card decks. You know, I never got into Pokemon. Me either. And everybody, I remember when Pokemon Go came out. Yes. I, I was still Everybody had those cards. Well, everybody, well, I'm just talking about the thing on your phone when everybody was just wandering around aimlessly oh, trying yeah. to catch Pokemon them. Go, and yeah. I, would, I remember going on a date <laughs> down at, close to the, at this restaurant at the river in Florence and walking down there and there's just a bunch of random people <laughs> Aimlessly, they look like zombies with a cell phone wandering around, just There's sitting a rare there. Pokemon here, and they're and yeah, and like because they would like convene because there'd be like one oh there, gosh. and there'd be like the word would spread or something. Right. I don't, I don't know anything about it. There's so a I Charizard know. over here. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, I was like, what are they? And then like, I remember going, what are they doing? She was like, oh, they're probably playing that game Pokemon Go, and I was like, oh, okay. Oh, that's right. A friend of mine, I saw him post something about a rare one being over. She was like, wait, what? And apparently, she played oh, too. No. And I was like. 
you can just go join them. Yeah. No, I mean, we, we'd been seeing each other a little bit, so it wasn't right. I didn't really mean it, but it was just like... You're like, oh, so so we can avoid these people. Now we know. Yeah, like, okay. <laughs> you, you you spot the weird ones knowing what they're doing, and I'll just make sure I drive faster. Right. Um, God, Pokemon Go. All those old things. Like, I, the only Pokemon, like, interaction I ever had was I used to go hang out with Tristan there, uh, Tristan Childress behind oh, yeah. the house. And he had a Pokemon. Have, yeah. yeah, he had like a Pokemon video game right. on Super Nintendo. And we would play, and it was more of a, it was kind of like Super Smash Brothers, where you're not really, you're more fighting each other than actually going through like a, I, I don't know any, like I said, I don't know anything about Pokemon. I don't know the yeah, basis I think it's of like, it or anything. Yeah. But like, I it was just, it, and I remember that. And that was the only thing that I ever played anything remotely connected to Pokemon. I don't all. even think I did that. Yeah. There was talks that it may be out by now, but they they're supposed to have like a uh, like a Harry Potter mobile game, kind of like Pokemon Go, where you, like, you walk you around and, and different catch things. Harry Potter. Yeah, it's like, well, I mean, I, I don't know what you like. I guess you could go to again. I never played it, so I don't know. Maybe you could learn a different spell, something, you know, right? Find guess, different little know. creatures or whatever. But yeah, it's apparently some, some, supposed to be something like that. Give Dobby a shot. I think you could like even like uh, have like fights, like ones and stuff, like with a, someone else who's you know, around. You're like, like wand fighting. Yeah, you wand fighting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go up hey, to buddy, a want a wand fight? <laughs> yeah, go up to a guy and be like, "Hey, man, want a wand fight? <laughs> want to fight with our wands? It'll be magical." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get your ass kicked with it. <laughs> <laughs> Although you have somebody's really into it, like this huge biker dude that just you, you think of and he'd be like, Hell yeah. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm a Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I love that little lightning scarred freak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whatever it was. Oh man. <laughs> well, uh, welcome to the episode. Uh <laughs> Yeah. We've been uh we've been at it for a little bit. Yeah. Um like I said, welcome to the episode of Did I Did I Stutter? Um, I, Ben, and I, Adam. Yeah. Yeah. I like mm. that you interject with you. Well, you know. Yeah, I like that. Thanks for interrupting, asshole. <laughs> uh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> Thought you were setting me up, man. Uh, I was for me to say it. Oh, okay. No, I'm just Sorry. I'm kidding, of course. Um, but yes, here we are again. And uh, after that long uh, preface... We shall go into headlines. Sounds good. Uh, I found this, um, and I think to neither of our surprise, it's out of Florida. Okay. It's going to be out of Florida. Um, A sheriff's deputy was called to a home um, to... uh, because there was an alligator in storage, like the husband would be like moving stuff, you know, in and out of the shed, and there was, oh, there was an alligator. I thought you meant like they had this pet alligator that they were just keeping in storage because <laughs> they had no room for him at the time. <laughs> no. They move into an apartment, so they just put him in the storage, <laughs> the unit. storage shed. Although I wouldn't be surprised by that. <laughs> this turns out to be a little bit different. I get uh, surprised they go back like to move a year later. They open it up. He's like, he's dead. What happened? <laughs> anyway, sorry. So this guy was moving stuff out of the storage shed in between it. Mm-hmm. He saw an alligator, so they, they of course called the sheriff's deputy. He comes down there, and uh, it turns out it was just a pool floating. It was just in the a- shape of an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Bill, um, did you happen to put on your glasses? No, I lost them. No, <laughs> that alligator probably ate him. Did you turn on the light at all? No, no. I saw it and ran immediately. That damn thing was scary. And you didn't think it was odd that it just sat there, <laughs> lifeless. <laughs> With the rest of your floats. I heard it hissing at me. Are you sure that wasn't the air escaping from it? 
<laughs> yeah. By the way, uh, alligators don't hiss. <laughs> they They're not do. cats. Some of them kind of do. They have like a little growl they do. But uh, but yeah. So they said he uh, he came, he saw, he conquered the beast. He even knocked the wind out of it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. So that uh, turned out to be a pool floating. Well, that is just not. That is just not that surprising. Right. That's very funny. <laughs> I've got one here. <clears throat> Disorderly goat takes over cop car, headbutts deputy, and eats all the paperwork. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it's like he had to destroy the proof. Um, that is so good. He heads, headbutts the deputy. Let's see if I can see the, the article here. Um, oh, there is a video. Because oh, the subheadline is Goat Goes Wild in Georgia. And it was all caught on video. A uh, sheriff's deputy in Georgia had a run-in with the baddest of the bad last week. <laughs> when she returned to her cruiser to find out a goat had taken over. Like, what, did they just leave the door open? I think so, yeah. yeah. Probably. Um, unnamed deputy. Probably best for her. Right. Uh, serving civil papers at a home during an encounter. She typically leaves her car door open as she she's had to retreat from... Vicious dogs in the past. That actually makes sense. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. Never once did she expect or even consider what <laughs> a, was about to happen on this day. A vicious goat instead. Yeah. Footage from the hairy situation showed the goat in the hairy situation. Of course. I know. Exactly. I was about <laughs> to say something puns. about that. Yeah. Uh, goat in front of the seat and was and was busily eating the deputy's paperwork. Then after all, of, uh, then after leaving the vehicle with a mouthful of delicious papers. Okay. <laughs> Let's get something straight. Come Papers on. are not delicious, even if you are a goat. Right. Goats are notorious for literally eating e- anything. anything. Yeah. What is the ink flavored? Come on. Stupid. The people that write these. <laughs> uh, the goat delivered a headbutt to the deputy's knees. <laughs> oh, no, okay, that's not as fun. No, it's not. I thought it'd be headbutt to the head. That's yeah, way that better. Way better. <laughs> Knocking her down uh, before hoofing it. <laughs> Jeez. Come on. Boo. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Um. Hoofing it from the scene of the crime. This is a quote. Even though she was knocked to the ground, she was not physically harmed on the incident. Why is that a quote? Right. You can just say that information. Well, I am kind of disappointed she wasn't hurt. Um, At the end of the day, we all got a little laugh out of it, and we hoped you do as well. Yeah, and that that deputy is never living it down. No, that's why they didn't share her name. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's about... That's about it. That's all there is to the story. That's awesome. Just what a, what a what a rad goat. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I actually uh, anarchy. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to watch the video now. We'll we'll definitely post yeah, we'll part post of this that. video. They're funny. Sure. Uh, well, this comes out of the UK, and I think even North Africa, maybe with the uh, the names here and the kind of the is it in Uganda locations? <laughs> I see. I, no, I don't think it is. It's in um, Kitwe. Uh, okay, I don't know. Maybe you should look that up. Z- uh, Zambia. Oh, Zambia. I know yeah. generally Zambia. I mean, I don't know much about Is it next Africa, to Uganda? But... Can we kind of spread our audience from Uganda Ooh, to let's Zambia? Let's see. Zambia. As All you right. can see, we know a lot about uh, world geography. Yeah, like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you can look at me and tell that I know everything there is to know about Africa. Pretty much. So. Um, <clears throat> but uh, let's see here. Abraham uh, <laughs> Musanda. Uh, 52, was set upon by his 40-year-old wife when he refused to remove a rat she found near her bed at their home in their uh, Zambian town of Kitwe. Not really anywhere near Uganda, by the oh, way. okay. It's right next to Botswana, though. 
Ah, Botswana. Botswana. Inside joke. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) A wife bit off her husband's penis after he he refused to get a rat out of her bedroom, police say. Um, You should have saw that one coming. The the second Mm -hmm. that she was like, I need you to get this rat out of here. And he's like, no. She's like, all right, I got something for you. <laughs> he should have known that he wasn't just so smooth. Right. That I mean, like, no girl sees a guy that, like, so attractive. <laughs> they get completely side... Tra- I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Keep going. Well, um, she claimed that the animal was pestering her and uh, became infuriated when she came home from drinks with pals to find the rat near bed. So I think she was already drunk out on the town. That makes sense. She's she's had her she's had her girlfriends like you know talk her up the whole time like They're a bunch you, of woo girls. Yeah, you don't need to let that man treat you that way. He, he <laughs> needs to get that rat. You know what I mean? Stuff yeah. like that. Uh, feeling unable to sleep while the pesky rodent had had the run of the room, she ordered her husband to get rid of it. Um, a scuffle apparently ensued. Obviously. When he refused, um, with Makupa managing to sink her teeth into his genitals, causing a, quote, major tear. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... Major tear. Yeah. So, uh, let's see here. Bothwell... I'm, I'm going to totally screw this name up. Bothwell Nama, Namuswa, Deputy Police Commissioner No, I think for, you did a great job. Thank you. Copper Belt Province, <laughs> told the Zambian Observer the pair are essentially separated. Now, is he talking about... <laughs> <laughs> Which pair exactly? Which which one? I think he was he was trying to cover both with. He was killing <laughs> killing two birds with one stone there. Now that's a good pun. If this is this is a good use of the pun here. So no, told the Zambian observer separate. that the pair are essentially separated, essentially, <laughs> and live under the same roof in separate rooms. So again, I'm not clear on whether he's talking about sure. them. <laughs> Still not sure. Wow. So uh, yeah, that comes out of Zambia. Oh, that's awesome. Man, they, they they go hard in the paint in Zambia, like. <laughs> That for a rat? I mean, Whew. I mean, it's a lot I, bigger of a deal there. I, I guess. tell her to get a bedroom and or a, a bedroom. I tell her to get a, a a broom and you know sweep it out of the bedroom herself. You know, that's a. Uh, I gotta say, I, I've I've been saying for years the real problem in society is extremism. Yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> in any form. In any form, yeah. <laughs> oh man! All right. Um, Taxidermer, uh, taxidermized. <laughs> you you try that again. Taxidermer, <laughs> taxidermized squirrel beer among offerings at disgusting food museum. Wait, uh, uh, so a a squirrel that had been taxer ta- taxidermied, yeah. whatever that word is, had beer in it. I'm not sure if the squirrel was taxidermized or the beer. Let's read on. Someone stuffed a beer. The sub, the Where? sub, the sub headline or the footline. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the sweet uh, is the Swedish museum is devoting a new exhibit to bizarre beverages such as spit fermented wine, oh. liquor fermented in prison toilets, oh my God. and a drink made from children's feces. Dude, what is going on? Where is this? Sweden. I ain't never going there. I mean, you don't have to go. That's not what they serve regularly. Uh, Okay, well. Uh, Desperate for a drink? (laughs) No, not that desperate. (laughs) I was starting out with a question. Uh, There is a spit-fermented wine, liquor-fermented in prison toilets, and a strong Scottish brew served with the mouth of a taxidermized squirrel. (laughs) (laughs) 
uh, really? mouth. So this one guy that was stuffing the squirrel literally probably looked at the squirrel and go, you got a burning mouth. <laughs> the Disgusting Food Museum in Malmo, Sweden, which has served up d- displays of bull testicles, maggot-infested cheese, Good Lord. Is na- and maggot-infested cheese, is now introducing drinks to the menu in form of a temporary exhibition opening Saturday. What's their health code rating look like? I feel like it's probably not good. No. Now, if it is just a museum, though, it's just on display. It's not something you can actually partake in. No. I'd hope. Uh, (laughs) And then you go to their food court and you start to order and you're like, "Uh, wait. uh, (laughs) Maybe, you know what? We'll get something something else. You go to the water fountain, you're about to push it, you're like, there's like a squirrel mouth looking at you. It's like what the water shoots out of is a squirrel's head. You're like, you know, I think there was a McDonald's like half a block down. Yeah. We'll just wait. Yeah. <laughs> um, museum director uh, Andreas something said he wants to encourage <laughs> people attempt. to. Ex- yeah, I'm not even gonna try. Examine their relationship with alcohol by showing the extreme measures people have taken to con- concoct mind-altering brews. Have they heard of AA? Yeah. Maybe they should just stop drinking. This is what you're going to, bro. Man, you need some help. All right. Here's the quote paragraph. There's always a quote paragraph. Take 12 steps away. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, People are very desperate to get drunk around the world. So whenever we find ourselves in a situation where there's no alcohol, we get quite inventive. And we've been doing this for millennia. Real quick side note. (laughs) Do you remember... I know I've forgotten her name. I had oh. it in my head. She was our English teacher at Northeast and used to drink wine all oh, the time. yeah, and her coffee cup. Yeah. And she would come into class. Pretty hammered <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. And yeah. I remember the first time you noticed. Yeah. You walked up to turn into a, turn at a paper. And right about that time, she looks at you and goes, did I ever tell you about the time that... I got drunk and something, something. Yeah. And then you turn around and you were like, you look at me and you were like, what? And then she goes, actually, have a seat. I'll tell the whole class. Yeah. And the lady, so you yeah. go down there and you were motioning like you did the thing where it's like, she's been drinking. Glug, glug. Glug, glug. And I was like, she's, she's been drinking? I'm you were like, like dude. I, dude, yeah. And I'm yeah. like, are you sure? And you're like, trust me. Bro. Trust, trust me. me. And so she goes, so this one time I got really drunk. <laughs> I was like, see? And I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, I think we both had A's in that class. Yeah, we we did for sure. I don't know if you remember, but I wrote a paper in that class about, um, it was about, it was on a, it was a book report basically about something with poison fruit. Yeah. And my report was more or less about why the person didn't notice it was poison. And it would be discolored, and it would have a weird taste and all this stuff. She was like, you didn't tell any of the story. You just told about why people should notice <laughs> that the apple was poison. And I was like, yeah, it yeah, was great. And she's a... like, fine, B, I okay. guess. <laughs> she was like, you put effort in. And I mean, you know, it's creative. I, <laughs> I wish I could recall, because I do remember like writing some really unusual book reports. It was reports. so dumb. Like, we, we did that just to see if we could. Yeah, like, to get away with it, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. And we did. Because we were just trying to be funny. <laughs> Oh man. Anyway, all right. Um, let's see. <laughs> These include bitter herbal liquors like Gamel Dansk, 
Drunken Denmark, as well as Frenet Branca, an Ita- Italian Morano, or um, I'm sorry, Amaro. And so these are just like random things. Mm. So much of what we drink is an acquired taste. That's, an aqu- that's a quote. Okay. And then more paragraphs of nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing. We should have a news channel. Yeah. We're good at this. <laughs> okay. The dozens of food items on regular display include a bull's penis, frog smoothies from Peru. Come on. A wine made of baby mice that is consume, consumed in China and Korea. Ugh. And Sweden's Sustroming. Sir, yeah, Sir Stroming. That's in quotes. An infamously putrid fermented herring. Hmm. Okay, this, this is starting to get real weird. Uh, started off really weird, by the way. <laughs> I just mean worse. He points to a jug with a milky liquid, brewed so with the help way. of a donation produced by his youngest daughter. I do not want to know what that means. No. He explained that the poo wine... <laughs> oh, my God. Dude. <laughs> the poo wine was part of South Korean tradition... Uh, traditional medicine to help broken bones and bruises, but it is not anything familiar to Koreans today. Yeah, it was a tradition until they discovered modern medicine. Yeah. Like... Even even not so modern. Right. Drinks poo wine. Um, oh, man, there's something about Uganda in here. Uh, other beverages on display include uh, Chica de Muka, mm-hmm. a muco, which is a spit-permitted cornmeal beer from Peru. A Ugandan gin made from fermented bananas. That actually sounds kind of good. And a wine made from an overripe orange fermented in the tank of a prison toilet. Jeez. <laughs> Boy, you, the Ugandan thing was actually the only one that sounded kind of normal. Yeah, kind of normal. <laughs> why, would to, you, why would you group it in with the rest of that? Way to go, Uganda. That's yeah. why we're, we're trying to get big there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one display tells what happened in the Soviet Union when the government closed alcohol stores to reduce drunkenness. Uh, I'm sure that worked. Yeah. People, it's like, it's like prohibition, Obviously, right? Nobody yeah. ever drank during prohibition. Uh, began drinking perfumes and varnish. Good Lord. Leading to the deaths of many. <laughs> of course. Um, wow. So, so, another quote. Some of these things are so normal in some societies. Should it really be that normal? Why don't we listen to our brains and go, hey, if this tastes this way, maybe we shouldn't drink it. <laughs> some common sense. Oh, man. At the entrance to the downtown museum marks a blackboard indicate uh, each time, uh, marks a blackboard to indicate each time someone has vomited while visiting. Corrects the number to read two days since last vomit. Wow. Dude, I'm never going there. That sounds absolutely disgusting. Hmm. There's not I mean, a lot that like get my that gets my like gag reflex going, you know, but like stuff like that, yeah, I can just oof. That's a rough one. Well man. <laughs> no, thank you. Got another? Yeah. Uh according to a research or a study, um, let me find the Source material, for, source material for who wrote it. Oh, uh, a new research by Weetabix. W-E-E-T-A-B-I-X. Weetabix. You've heard of them. Obviously, everybody has. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So we know it's reputable. Uh, super reputable. Uh, people who eat peanut butter for breakfast are better in bed, study claims. I eat peanut butter. 
I eat all the peanut butter. I eat a jar every morning. I was the first one to suggest <laughs> eating peanut butter. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> and if anyone's curious, I'm referencing a specific scene from Family Guy. Yeah. When they're all in Congress, when they're talking about going to war. Yeah. And when I'm like... I just don't think that we should go to war. There's no reason to go to war with Iraq. And then Peter stands up and is like, yes, but what most of you are forgetting is if you don't want to go to war, then you're gay. It's like, <laughs> I want to go to war. Yeah. I want to go to war too. Yeah. I was the first one to suggest. <laughs> uh, I remember that. Uh, it says, uh, what do you tuck in? Oh, what do you tuck into first thing in the morning? I know. What do you tuck into first thing in the morning? Apparently your choice of breakfast reveals if you're a high earner, good in bed, a good friend, or a bit of a party animal. Most of us have had the phrase, breakfast is the most important meal of the day, drilled into us our entire lives. Right. But what does your first plate say about you? Apparently, whether you opt for a super green smoothie, a bowl of cereal, or a piece of toast gives us an insight into your personality, and it can be very, very revealing. Very revealing. According to, to new research by Weedabix, those who eat peanut butter each morning are the most passionate lovers. Okay. But if you reach for the Marmite instead, I don't know, that must be, uh, have you ever had a Marmite? No. Is it kind of like Vegemite? Something like that, maybe. It's like a, it it's like a like combination. It. You remember eating Vegemite? God, no. You I mean, didn't did ever try it? I think, I think I may have tried it once, it but God, no. It was, was terrible. It was like salty as hell. Like I don't remember, I just remember taking a bite and almost throwing up. And then our Australian friend Jim yeah. was like, What are you talking about? It's great. It's no, delicious. Like, yeah. No, like, no, Jim. no, it's not. We like to eat sugar and burgers here. <laughs> Jim, welcome to America. We're there's, the this land is of not, sugar and opportunity. There's no sugar, lard, <laughs> or deep friedness related to this in any way, form, or fashion. <laughs> uh, it says, but if, but if you do reach for the Marmite, uh, you're more likely to be well read. Uh, apparently, I've not eaten my Marmite today. Um, <laughs> while those who just have uh, who just have a cup of tea are more likely to earn a lot of money, so basically for Wait, every so that so your meal is tea, okay. Well, this what this was a survey done in Britain, so oh. yeah. Uh, Weedabix asked two thousand British adults to describe their biggest personality traits and then compared it to what they had for breakfast most days. The highest number of people who identify as bohemian are partial to a pain. Uh, Pain au chocolat, <laughs> pain au chocolat, whatever, chocolate in the morning, uh, whereas those who drink just a cup of tea are likely to be higher earners. So from what I'm getting from this, every morning we need to have peanut butter, Marmite, and tea. Okay. Yeah. Good in bed. So does be it say well anything about and make coffee a lot of money. or eggs or anything? Like um, the normal things? Well, let me keep reading. If you are a lover of French toast, the chances are you think of yourself as a party animal, whereas those who'd rather just eat a banana are most likely to describe themselves as stressed out. And let's see. What if you just love bananas? Right. Uh, I mean, I realize there are exceptions to the rule. People but. who eat a bowl of cereal are deemed most trustworthy by their friends and families. <laughs> <laughs> right? I don't, yeah. Yogurt and berries is the breakfast of choice for those who consider themselves emotional. While those well-traveled among us choose to rustle up smashed avocado on sourdough. Um, mm. According to the study, 53% of Brits agree that breakfast is the most important meal of the day, and 42% secretly judge pe- people on what they eat. So, uh, nothing anything here about coffee, though. So, I guess they Coffee's just... Coffee's uh, different over there, though. Yeah. It's not... Co- coffee in, in the UK, like, they don't have drip coffee over in Europe. 
they just do. I know what that means. Well, drip coffee is what we do in the states where <laughs> oh, okay, we, okay. you know, All right. yeah, yeah, we just you have mean. grounds and you pour it over it. Right. Like they do that, but they do it in espresso form. So everything they do is based off espresso over there. Yeah. So like, like the closest thing to drip coffee over there is an americano. So like it's a few shots or however many shots depending on the size of espresso, and then you just add hot water. So it's basically hmm. what we have for drip coffee, sort of. Interesting. And then everything else is just based on, like, lattes and all that kind of stuff. Right. I wish I liked coffee more. Like, I, I, can, I just... I mean, I love it. So, yeah. so like, when I go, I... Ha- the last time I went, I took uh, what's called an AeroPress, and it's, like, kind of a portable coffee-type situation to where yeah. I can just pour hot water into it. So I'll go into a coffee shop a lot of times and just get hot water in, in a cup and then do it that way hmm. so yeah. anyway um but yeah that's uh that's the end of that one so it's so. related to it's like well i get up every morning and i have coffee and two eggs so i, I think that makes you an old man maybe <laughs> yeah i was trying to think of something funny to say but i had nothing like i, I was blank <laughs> i had no retort <laughs> that's like what like you know that's what your granddad would drink you know what i mean like like or eat for breakfast like coffee eggs and toast you know like that's it yeah i never i I mean i like toast in the morning sometimes but like and i think a lot of it has to do with the way that i eat right now too like i mean or just my eating habits in general like when i'm on the road i'll go down and get a couple of eggs or whatever if they've got scrambled i'll just get like you know a little bit of eggs and some kind of meat typically if they've got i'm not really big on sausage so much i like uh bacon more oh yeah for sure or like just ham i'm a bacon guy but yeah so anyway Bacon. Bacon. Um, all right. Here's the one we'll end on. You haven't lived until you heard Gilbert Gottfried <laughs> recite WAP. No. <laughs> now, this one, the story can't be... Uh, I almost want to play this for our song. I was going to say, like... And yes, it sounds even nastier than the original, <laughs> if that's possible. Kids, let me tell you about WAP. <laughs> Oh, that's a good impression. Uh, when people think of great interpretive singers, the name Gilbert Godfrey does not spring to mind. Never. Could change, though, now that uh, gravel-voiced comedian has recorded his own take on Cardi B and Megan The Stallion's sexy summer smash, WAP. WAP. And yes. Uh, well, that was the same. And yes, it sounds nastier than the original. Here's how old I am. Someone had to, like... Uh, explain to me what WAP meant. Well, they not did, that I—I I, I wasn't inquiring. Too. It was—it was kind of information forced upon me. I'll—I'll uh, I'll actually include the video. Yeah. Of this, <laughs> so um, in, in on the Instagram, so you guys can have access to it. Um. Um. But yeah, so there's not like a whole lot more to the story itself. Uh, except it's just show, it's got a it's got a connection to the to the video, and he and he put it and it went and it went out on um, XM Satellite Radio's channel that he was on where he was doing an interview or something, and they played it and then wow, got, <clears throat> it got a lot of good feedback. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to watch that now. Yeah, wow, that yeah. See now I'm really excited to hear it. All right, well, enough about that. So. Moving on to best friend of the week. So, Adam, who is your best friend? 
think my best friend this week is going to have to be um, Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Not only because he's obviously an incredible actor and the lead in my favorite drama probably of all time. Yeah. yeah um, but he's also super funny. Yeah. It seems like in his interviews, at least, that he's super down to earth, you know, which is what we both look for right. in a friend, you know. So uh, just chill. And um, I think you would have a lot of cool stories. Just sit there and talk to him and, you know, you know, listen to kind of what all he has to say about his, you know, experiences on set and stuff like that. It'd be fun. Funny, funny that I, I, I know for a fact that he's a nice guy and here's the reason why. Oh yeah. So he had a show on Broadway, like a stage show that had something to do of it being a busy newsroom. And I can't remember for the life of me what it was actually called. Um, but my bu- a buddy of mine that I was on tour with who lives in New York got the, one of the video gigs there. He was uh, sitting at the video switcher and the way they decided to do it Instead of hiring people to pretend like they're busy at tech gear mm-hmm. in the background, they literally just put everybody that was running the tech for that actual show in the background, in the background and awesome. hired them, paid them extra money to be on stage. Right. That's awesome. And so my buddy Adam, who is, he works up there, and he was on one of the magician tours with me, and he worked on that set for months and months. And so where the side of the stage that he was just on was like kind of the area that people chill at, like like in between or before or whatever. It was kind of like right out, right next to offstage. Mm-hmm. And that's where Brian would always hang out. And so he would go back over there. And he, he said he and Brian would just sit there and just chat all the time. And he said he is one of the nicest people. Like with, that's awesome. Like such a kind person. So f- he says he's like genuinely funny and smart and all that stuff. Super. He said he was all he was so excited to be able to work with him. And especially after he realized how good of a person he was. Right. And like how cool it was to be able to just sit there and chat with him. Like every day he just come in and be like, hey, Adam, how's it going? How's your day today? And he's like, oh, it's good, man. How are you? And he's like, and they just sit there and just talk about whatever and just be real cool. That's cool. And uh, I'd love to do that. Yeah. And he told me about that. It was he told me about that in the midst. So this is what happened. I a year and a half ago I went up to New York just to visit some friends and stuff, and I saw a few shows and all that kind of stuff. And when I I met to, I got together with my friend um, Adam the Bishop that lives up there, and he was like uh, we went out and grabbed a drink and all this kind of stuff. And then um, he said, "Man, I would I would." And we were talking about the show, and I was like, "Oh man, I'll have to check that out sometime." He was like, "I would give you tickets, but it's like it's kind of a new show, and we can't get tickets, and you know it'd be literally months right. before I could get you some." And I was like, "That's cool, man. I get it." Um, and my plan was to go back up to New York at some point and and go see it and you know a couple of other shows that some other friends were doing uh, but it didn't didn't work out but he was just telling me all about how awesome Brian Cranston is so I bet that's cool and it, so yeah when it when he told me that it just made me feel a lot better I always feel better when I know people like that are are good people right but I I looked up to him so much from from Breaking Bad and then I also watched a little bit of uh, Sneaky Pete yeah, uh, which he was a producer on. He was in the show a little bit, and then um, see, I never really got into Malcolm in the Middle. Like that was kind of see, I never, never watched, watched that show it. either. Yeah. But I remember him being on episodes of Seinfeld. Yep. you know, yeah. and some other stuff that he was in, and I'd recognize <laughs> him. Huff that laughing gas. Yeah. <laughs> so see, funny. this is the thing yeah. is when he when he when they came out with Breaking Bad, like I was like, oh, that's that guy. I've seen him on a few things. Yeah. Like I knew he was on the show Malcolm in the Middle. Didn't really know much about him though. Right. Didn't ever watch the show. Like I said, saw him in a few other little things here and there. And so I was like, oh, this could be interesting. I mean, I, best I remember, he was good, Oof. but, you know, whatever. And then it was just such Turned a great show, you know? Best show ever. So good. And then, yeah, uh, I mean, just with everything. It was just, uh, it was really cool to to find that out. Cool. So, 
That's awesome. But yeah, he'd yeah. Uh, totally be totes be my best friend. I can see it. Totes. Cut that last totes out. Maybe. <laughs> um. <laughs> well. Well, my best friend of the week, the live, is going to be Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, don't you steal that one from me. You know it's going to be mine one day. Well. The Rock. I don't know what you were waiting for. Man, I love The Rock. The Rock is Isn't so Isn't he cool. awesome? I've heard so many good things about him. Um, one, of the, one of the things I like best of the stories I've heard about him is that he's actually kind of dorky. Right. Like he's super cheesy when he says things. Like he's this kid that was not born here, you know, and he he comes, I mean, he was, you know, from Samoa. But like, and he comes over and he becomes famous doing the different things he's doing through wrestling and acting and all that. And when he first went to acting, everybody was like, go back to wrestling. Like right. nobody, like he was doing this. <laughs> and then now everybody's like, of course, when he goes back to wrestling, they're like, oh, my God, he's back. It's kind of yeah. like Stone Cold, right. Stone Cold or somebody like that. But then, like, with with him in acting, now he does have a bunch of movies that are – and all and most of his movies his, are cheesy, over-the-top action movies. Like, you know what you're getting right. in a rock movie, yes. right? San Andreas. Like yeah, it's that like, it, that's why I like Hobbs and Shaw so much because him and – um, Statham, Jason Statham, are both that same way. They do these over the top yes. action movies where they're kind of untouchable, right? In a way, sort of, for sure, in different yeah. ways, you know. Um, but it's like you know that already, right? So, like you know, like sometimes I just want a movie like that. If I want to kind of tune out and just watch some action, yeah, that's what I like. I like <laughs> to watch it just a dumb, over the top action yes. movie. And it's great because, like, that's what they are. And both of them coming together in Hobbs and Shaw was the epitome of <laughs> big budget, over the top. The cheesy action. Cheesy action movie. Um, and it was great. I loved the movie. Like, had. Uh, I guess I'll need to watch it now. Uh, I, uh, Idris Elba? Yeah, yeah, Idris, Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Yeah. What is it? Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Yeah. I just Elba, and so he plays like the the the, the bad guy, yeah. you know, the villain basically. But then it also has like a little part in there where Ryan Reynolds is being Ryan Reynolds. Really, he's in that movie? Yeah, he, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's so fun. Like, I mean, he it's not a, like a, a major part. He's just like his handler, kind of. Right. And he basically <laughs> he calls him one time and goes, and his daughter and the Rock's daughter picks up. I was like, hello, and he goes, hey man, just so you know, there's a mission. You got it. I think you were talking to my dad. It's like, oh my god, oh my god, that's. And then, like, puts him. It's like, what do you want? And he's like, dude, sounds the exact same. <laughs> I know, no. The Rock picks up and he goes, hello? And he goes, I said put your dad back on. <laughs> <laughs> In just this Ryan Reynolds way. That's funny. You know, it's, oh, just, so, it's just so ridiculous. But, yeah. like, the movie's good. I, I enjoyed it. But um, anyway, I've always had re- heard really good things about him. Super nice person. Kind For of dorky, sure. fun yeah. to be around. That See, I knew he would be good. He would be a good actor. Yeah, of course. Because I mean, when I, whenever he was like big in the WWE, that's when I was big into the WWE. Like we watched it like all the time. Right. So I mean, from his promos and stuff like that, and him making fun of the people, and just his uh, the stuff he could do, just kind of on the spot. Like he was, I thought he was incredibly talented. So yeah, yeah I, I knew he was gonna you know be good. I never really. I mean, I I specifically remember the big 
wrestling match on pay-per-view where he and Mankind yep. fought. Oh, yeah. And Mankind pinned him with a forklift. Yep, that was such a good one. I remember that. And that was really the only big match I ever remember watching because I didn't watch WWE so well, much. WrestleMania WCW 18, you had uh, The Rock versus uh, Hulk Hogan. See, I never watched that one. You didn't watch that one? I mean, one? I've seen oh, it okay. since, yeah. but I didn't watch it back then. I right. mean, I just wasn't huge into it and, and could never afford to buy the pay-per-views and stuff. Yeah. So. It's always mooched off of Sean. We just go to his oh, house. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, I remember doing that. Yeah, I remember seeing a few that way. Um, actually, I remember that, and we'd all go out. We'd go out back and wrestle on the yeah, do wrestling moves on the trampoline. Yeah, and they had to teach me how to like take a punch yeah, and take, drop yeah, and take all a, that stuff. Take yeah. a fall, yeah. And I just I couldn't get it. I was bad at it. Right. And he and and they would tell me. They made sure they told me. <laughs> You're bad at it's, this. It's Kyle and Sean. They made sure. <laughs> yeah. That they didn't hold back. See, I was pretty decent at it actually. Like I was. I was, really you know, remember. But. Yeah, we did power bombs and yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, we'd throw trash cans at each other and like, yeah, it was really stupid. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, once it got to that point, I remember going over to his place and watching. I mean, you know, once again, I didn't really watch wrestling that much, mm-hmm. but I enjoyed watching pay-per-views and hanging out with people and stuff. Yeah. Um, well, cool. So who is your who is your dad for the week? Uh, this week is going to be Graham Chapman. He was the one of the founding members of Monty Python, uh, and he died back in, I think, the 80s. Um, oh, okay. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, legendary comedy troupe i think probably the godfathers of the, that kind of comedy troupe really oh that type of um, comedy for sure that for sure it. yeah so monty python but um that would be incredible just to listen to again hear his stories and listen to the humor and you know right. the jokes and you know stuff like that so graham chapman for that's sure. awesome yeah. yeah i mean that whole group i mean there's uh, so geez. many comedy troops and groups and things like that that are are just they have their own thing they've always done what they wanted and yeah. they were like look we find this funny if you guys don't, sorry. They were the epitome of that. That they were, yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's kind of like um, Mel Brooks in the right. states. You know, uh, there was always the, there's always those people. Period. Depending on you know what time frame. Like yeah. now nowadays, like the Broken Lizard guys. Um, <clears throat> they're kind of big. You know. I put them at the top when it comes to those kind of movies. Anyway, just yeah, like those goofy like a ones. group. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I can't think of another group. Of comedians that put out movies like that specifically, right? Yeah, I um, can't either. But I mean, I, but you do have like groups of people now that you didn't used to have. I mean, you have like the guys that do South Park that have done all the different things, and then you right. have like the then you have like the Will Ferrell group. That but they never did like SNL sketch spot. comedy. They, yeah, you know I mean, like, yeah. a lot of it is stuff to where they were groups formed by like being on SNL together. Right. And then like different groups formed from because you, so you have like the era of like David Spade, Adam Sandler, Chris Farley, yeah, Chris Rock, like that era. But yeah. then you also have the era of like Will, Will Ferrell, Ferrell yeah. and like all those guys, Jimmy Fallon, yeah. yeah. And then you have well, it. But he wouldn't really the movies, like, but yeah, Steve Carell. But then you have of. like the Bill Hader and Andy Samberg and like yep. all those. But and they're all basically like within 15, 20 years of one another, and they've all crossed over doing stuff together. But they still are in their separate groups that do most of their movies together. You know? Right. Oh yeah. And they're not necessarily comedy troops, but you still you see a, a movie with one of them, you end up seeing a few of them in it. Correct. You know? yeah, right. Oh, it's kind of like the um, like uh, the Shaun of the Dead. So you had like uh, Frost. And Simon Pegg, right? Yeah. So they Pegg have their Frost. they have those movies. Yeah. You know? And uh, <clears throat> yeah, the oh, what do they call it? It's like the it's called the ice cream trilogy. The ice cream trilogy is what it's called. Oh really? Yeah. So, I didn't know that. So it's based off those those three movies. You got Shaun of the Dead, um, Hot Fuzz, Hot Fuzz, and uh, At World's End, at World's or End, the, yeah, yeah. Or, or the World's End, whatever it is. Yeah. And so I think it's called the the Coron- the Coronetto Ice Cream Trilogy. 
I never knew that. Yeah. So the uh, there's there's like a red, a blue, and a green. Uh, that's the ice cream, different colors. And so the 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 first one, the red color, that's Shaun of the Dead. Right. The blue one is Hot Fuzz, and the green one is at World's End. The World's at End. At the World's yeah. End. Yeah. So yeah, you, it, it's a pretty cool little um, kind of. I never uh, knew all that part. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, and it's just like when you see movies come out by those people, you always know like they're gonna be right. Everybody, you know, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Paul, I that, that was that's what Paul was. A great I love movie. that movie. Yeah, it's I, hilarious. I watched it recently. It was, yeah, it was real good. Um. Yeah, yeah. Who's who's gonna be your dead? Um, I believe I'm gonna have to go with Bob Ross. Oh my, that's that's awesome. One of my heroes. I mean, Bob Ross is one. Like, I loved the 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 quote or the the clip that circulated probably most out of anything of his is is uh, he'll be like gonna put a put a thing. Oh, well, that was a mistake. Actually. There are no mistakes. We're gonna make that a bird. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> right. like it's just a little accident. But he, there, there are no accidents. Yeah, happy accidents. Yeah, whatever. whatever yeah, says. and yeah, like that's that's you know. You know, he was actually um, before he became uh, the famous painter that he is. You know, soft spoken and stuff like that. Uh, he was in the army. I did not know that. Not only was he in the army, he was a drill sergeant. What? Not only was he a drill sergeant. Okay. I don't he like was that. the most feared drill sergeant in his fort. <laughs> Like he had like uh, the nickname I can't remember exactly what it was, but like he, there were so many people who were terrified of Bob Ross uh, being a being a drill sergeant. But like after that, he wanted to give it all up and stop screaming at everybody, and he moved to Florida with his mother and learned to paint, and uh, and became a painter. Wow, isn't that nuts? That's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Did they do a biopic for him? No, but they should. Okay. And they should totally get Ryan Reynolds to play him. Oh my god. <laughs> I actually think John C. Riley, yeah, he'd would, be, would be a really good Bob Ross. He'd be a good Ross. Bob Ross. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but there, I mean, there's probably a few people that could do it, right? Yeah, he'd be, um, he'd be a pretty good Bob Ross. But yeah, I, I don't know. He he was just such a cool or kind person, yeah, and you know, for sure, just what he always tried to teach. I mean, I yeah. I didn't know a ton about him, but he just seems like someone that you could be could very much get along with. For so, sure, yeah. yeah. He's like uh, when he goes, uh, let's put a tree here. And another tree here, because everybody needs a friend. <laughs> You're like, man, that hits me so hard. Like, yeah, we all do need a friend, Bob Ross. Thank you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Oh, man. Oh, man, that's so great. Yeah. Like, I saw a um, a lineup of heroes the other day. Like, true heroes is what it said. Mm-hmm. Or heroes of television, I think was what it was. It was, uh, it was him and Mr. Rogers. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bill Nye, and like all the ones that teach and love and all that, you know. And uh, I just think that's interesting that 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 that, especially for our generation, mm-hmm. like that stuff was on public television all the time. For like, sure, yeah. Yeah, was like just you like, could just, yeah. yeah. I used and, to love watching Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. I, I like, used to yeah. watch a lot. Yeah. You used to watch Bill Nye all the time, and then oh yeah, and then it, and then my uncle Kelly class, in yeah. science class, he used to show like he he loved those <laughs> those episodes. He right. thought they were very valuable, which they are. They're great, and he would use them for every topic that would come up in science. Pretty class. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. We used to watch them all the time, yeah. Especially when he just he just didn't t- feel like teaching, you yeah. Know, he put them on, yeah. Um. Well, cool. All right. Well, moving on to not a sonnet. So, Adam. Do you have a 
<clears throat> a uh, song for Nana Sonic? You know I do. Well, then let's hear it, buddy. <clears throat> well, now I need a drink after doing that. <laughs> You're clearing your throat for, <laughs> for like effect, and then it's like, well, that didn't work. That didn't work. On a warm summer's evening, on a train bound for nowhere, I met up with the gambler. We were both too tired to sleep. So we took turns of staring out the window at the darkness. The boredom overtook us, and he began to speak. He said, son, I've made a life out of reading people's faces, knowing what the cards were by the way they held their eyes. So if you don't mind me saying, I can see you're out of aces. For a taste of your whiskey, I'll give you some advice. So I handed him my bottle, and he drank down my last swallow. <laughs> then he bummed a cigarette and asked me for a light. And the night got deathly quiet, and his face lost all expression. Said, if you're going to play the game, boy, you got to learn to play it right. You've got to know when to hold him. Know when to fold him. Know when to walk away. And when to run. You never count your money when you're sitting at the table. There'll be time enough for counting when the dealing's done. <laughs> nice. Great. Yeah, oh, very that's a good. One. Mm. Oh, all right. <clears throat> Let's see here. You got to know when to hold, when to mm. hold them, know when, when to fold, when to fold them, <laughs> when to walk away, know when to run. That's a good song, right? That's a good song. <laughs> That's uh, one of the thing, one of the highlights of my brother's uh, <laughs> bachelor party. We went to uh, Cleveland, Tennessee, uh, you know, to Raff the Okoe. Okay. And uh, <laughs> wasn't much like in the way of entertainment in the cabin that we were in. Um, but luckily enough, there was a cassette tech, like deck on the uh, you know on the wall, and it's like some tapes you could like put in there, you know. Right. And uh, Kenny Kenny Rogers, the gambler, was one of them. So we, we like played Rook for hours listening to the Gambler just on repeat. That's awesome, <laughs> yeah. dude. You remember the thing that Will Sasso used to do? Is like this is Kenny yes. Rogers. And welcome, to welcome Jack to Jackass. <laughs> yes, I'm Kenny Rogers. Yeah, oh, that was such a good one. That's amazing. <laughs> God, Will Sasso so funny. Oh, all right. Let's see. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> All right. This thing right here is letting all the ladies know what guys talk about. You know, the finer things in life. Ooh, that dress so scandalous. And you know another player can't handle it. So you shaking that thing like who's the ish with a look in your eye. So devilish. <laughs> you like to dance on the hip-hop spots. And you cruise to cruise to connect the dots. Not just urban she liked the pop <laughs> cause she was living La Vida Loca. <laughs> she had dumps like a truck. <laughs> truck. Truck. 
thighs like what? 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 <laughs> Baby, move your butt. But. But. I think I'll sing it again. <laughs> she had dumps like a truck. <laughs> truck, truck. Thighs like what? 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 All night long. Let me see that thong. I'm going to sing it again. She had don't like a truck. So it was really funny a few years ago. That was a good one. <laughs> I like that one. Let me so, sing it again. <laughs> a few years ago, uh, every all of my like my family and my brother-in-law's family, they everybody came to town, and we all had Thanksgiving here. Well, so that would include, of course, my sister and her husband who right. live here, uh, me, my brother-in-law's sister uh, from New York, and then my brother-in-law's brother, and then his wife. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> they all came into town, along with like my parents and my brother-in-law's mom and his stepmom, right. all in town. Well, one night, uh, the night before Thanksgiving, so like that Wednesday night, we, after the, the, my two nephews, the only two kids at the time now, um, a couple of the other ones have kids, but at the time it was just these two boys and we put them down and then we left the grandparents and, uh, to watch them and we all went out. Right. And so always a good idea. we hit a few like nice, like rooftop bars, downtown Nashville, had a few couple drinks, nothing crazy. Then we end up at Santa's pub. Now, I don't know if you know what Santa's pub is. I do. Mm -hmm. For those of you who do not know what Santa's Pub is, it is a bar here in Nashville mm -hmm. that is just a double-wide trailer. That's all it is. That's been changed into a bar, mm -hmm. and it just sits in one spot all the time, of course. Right. And it's always decorated in Christmas. Mm -hmm. And so it is named Santa's Pub. And it is notorious for being the place to go for karaoke. Right. Well, not... Yeah, well, one of them. Yeah, one of the, one of the places that's been around for quite some time. So we go in there, and everybody decides to do a karaoke song. Um, I don't remember what everybody sang. I know that Ashley, after having a few, <laughs> decided to sing that song. Uh, Let me guess. Uh, I, I, was, I was thinking, like, girls just want to have fun. Something like that. You know what I mean? Whose boots... Uh, whose bed oh, have your boots been under? That's even better. Whose bed have your boots been under? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. And then, uh, let's see, <laughs> Brian's brother sang, um, uh, let's see. I've been really Oh, yeah, yeah. Babe. I can't think of Mar Marvin Gaye. Yeah. But, uh, uh, let's get it on. Let's get it on, yeah. Yeah. And of then, that's uh, a classic. yeah. I don't remember what his wife sang. It was something pretty funny. I think I sang some rock song, nothing crazy. But then his sister gets up and sings the thong song. Nice. And I mean, <laughs> breaks it down while singing the thong song. It was the funniest thing that I'd seen in quite some time. Um, oh, that's fantastic. Because she was like, right. like really breaking it down when she was singing this. <laughs> and it was hilarious. And uh, so now every time I think of the thong song, um, I think of... Her breaking it down in Santa's pub, singing it. Santa's pub, and then, uh, then just the the video. Uh, first seeing Cisco with silver hair. Yeah, and you know, like when <laughs> yeah. I first saw it, like on MTV or wherever I saw it years ago. So. Oh, Cisco! <laughs> oh, the school. 
Let me see that thong. Baby. That thong, 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 thong. All right. So, we'll do a quick bring out your dead. Bring out your dead. Um, I, uh, we haven't had a ton of people pass away recently. I know, right? It's a shame. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So, this week on Bring Out Your Dead, come to find out. Wilford Brimley passed away no. last month. What? Yeah. Surprisingly, <laughs> this is not funny, but it is funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> he didn't die from diabetes. Oh, okay. Diabetes. Yeah. He died from... Uh, Getting a, shot. A <laughs> <laughs> that was no, no, no. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, he just died from a kidney ailment is all it says. Oh, man. Uh... Although I didn't, I'm, I'm not sure this is accurate, but I really want to look it up now. It says the cocoon actor and face of Quaker Oats. Was he who they based? No. The Quaker guy? No way. Really? Maybe, maybe they just mean that he was like a spokesperson. Was he a spokesperson for Quaker Oats? I thought he was just a spokesperson for diabetes. I didn't think he was. Specifically for diabetes. <laughs> He's trying to sell diabetes. Yeah. We have diabetes in a can now. <laughs> uh, I actually have a photo from one. It's called Dr. Pepper Vanilla Soda. Or <laughs> vanilla cream, whatever. We cream went to, soda. a few years ago when we went to New York, um, Hannah was with us at that time, and we were on the subway, and there was a guy that looked just like him. Did y'all ask him? We did not talk about oh, it. It was obviously not him, or not obviously, but like it was. we were pretty sure it wasn't him. But it just looked a lot like him. So um, she took a photo and then sent it to me. Like when I wasn't I wasn't paying attention. I right. just received it. I looked at it. And it was just a picture of this dude <laughs> on the subway. And it said diabetes. <laughs> That's so good. Um, but yeah, so he passed away, sadly. I mean, I know he was a he was always on the forefront for. Yeah, for I mean, sure. You know, trying to help, a and we're lot. only we're only laughing because of Family Guy. Like that's yeah. That, if, that, if it wasn't for that sketch in Family Guy with him, it's just it's just the humor that surrounds things like this. Yeah. Like we're not laughing at the fact that he died. We 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 actually do this as a tribute to people that pass away. In memoriam, even though, for sure. Even yeah, even though this is a funny podcast, we specifically were trying to make sure that in our own way. We are paying tribute. What in our own way is usually is is some kind of joke. That's what we go to. Even even when we're in bad moods, the way we get over them is you know some kind of thing relating to comedy. For sure. Yeah. This. Yeah. So you gotta get past stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Although I I will say, had he died of diabetes, uh, I don't know what what jokes we may or may not have made. So. So thank God he didn't. Yeah. Mm. Thank God he just died a different way. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Terrible. No. Um, <laughs> Maybe. Right. But anyway, yeah. So, tribute to Mr. Wilford Brimley. Mm-hmm. Brim- yeah, you said it right. Right. Okay. Wilford Brimley. Yeah. yeah. Um, the diabetes guy. Yep. Um, I think he was also an actor, by the way. So, he was. Yeah. He was an actor. <laughs> he. It was just he got later in his life and he stopped acting. And he, it seems like he was in episodes of like Walker Texas Ranger. It just seems like that's something he would have been in. You know, know. it's a cocoon. So there's a show called Cocoon. Apparently, I mean, Wasn't I've, heard, movie? Of the, I've heard of the shoot. Oh, I don't know. I think it was a movie. I've heard of it. I don't yeah. know what it is. Yeah, anything about it. it? I've just 
heard in passing. But the Quaker Oats guy, I, that seems... It didn't say the Quaker Oats guy. It said the face of Quaker Oats. So I guess that means that he was just a spokesperson. Must have been, but I don't remember any of the commercials for it. But he, I mean, I guess he does kind of look like the guy from Quaker Oats. Like, yeah. if I'm, maybe I'm just like picturing it now in my head with his face on it. You know what I mean? It also could be somebody trying to make jokes. I really don't know. That could be, yeah. I, w- I would hope not, They could just be douchebags. Yeah, for real. <laughs> um... All right, then. Well. Um, so, let's move on to Leisure Fire. Pew, 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 pew. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> um, for this one, uh, or on this episode of Leisure Fire, we always do these, um, we always do things like relating to food, TV, yeah. or music. We're right? pretty predictable. Yeah. Um, so we're probably not going to differ on this one. <laughs> yeah. It's probably going to be the exact same. <laughs> we're, probably just, we're basically reciting the same favorites and non-favorites just in a different way each time. Um, I am going to suggest favorite TV jingles and or intros. Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. You know? Okay. So like any, like. No, that's, that's fantastic. Know? Yeah. Okay. Cause I, I already know my number one. Okay. Go for it. Okay. Um, I'm not going to start there with my number one. That's fine. Obviously, I got to steal it from you. I love the 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 theme song from Scrubs. Oh, I get it. I, I, totally I, get it. Yeah. I knew it was on your list one. for sure. But uh, you know, we, we did a little cover of it. and We had that little yeah. acoustic band going. You know, so that's uh, one of my favorites. I think for sure. Yeah. Um, I gotta go with like even some of the ones like the old, uh, like the one like Charles in Charge. Yeah, that's a good one. Was a great one to me. It really, yeah, that was a good one. Um, Seinfeld. Oh, the yeah. The famous bass line. Yeah. Um, let's see. I got to say, um, Parks and Rec. They do have a good one. Yeah. Yep. Um, The Office as well. They get that, that, right. that famous piano jingle. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, ooh, How I Met Your Mother. That's a great one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know that yeah. one. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. They've got a Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I like that one. Yeah, they that's a good, good one. one. Yeah. Um, I gotta say, Full House. I liked the I liked the intro. Right. Have you seen Have you seen the the Full House where they put everywhere you go? Yeah, yeah. And, but have you seen it where they put? It's like a thing where Ron Swanson's face yes, on it. Yes, yes, dude. I was all <laughs> over that. My God, if you haven't I seen that, look it that. up. I will put the link to that. Oh, I will find that video and put the link to it so in the funny. show notes, guys. So if you are looking at our, when you click on the episode and there's show notes, it, I'll put the link in there. So funny. Um. Yeah, so uh, let's see. Game of Thrones. I was going to say Game of Thrones does have a good one. <laughs> From the South Park. Wiener, 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 eerie kind of i don't know how to describe it but like it's very chemically you know yeah it's, yeah. yeah great um just because i grew up on them these are the ones i think about um step by step yeah step by step day by day by day that should be a good segment of us just trying to figure out lyrics <laughs> 
actually do that. Just try to like work it out together with the pieces that we all know together and see how right we are. I'm actually gonna write that out. That's a good way to consult the actual lyrics later, see how close we were. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um hmm. Let's see here. Because now a lot of TV shows aren't really, they don't really have that kind of big opening number anymore. You know, yeah, they, they don't just go straight. Yeah, not all of them do. Especially like streaming service shows, you know, they don't all do it. Um, oh, uh, one is too, uh, Dexter, the show Dexter. Um, yeah, I don't. I actually, I, I, I've watched a few episodes, but I, I couldn't tell you what the. It's kind of pretty. I mean, it's like there's no words. It's just like a little jingle. It's like while he's like doing the or you know eating breakfast and cooking the eggs. It's it's a pretty cool opening too visually. Gotcha. I think, but um, yeah, the music's pretty good. I gotta say, almost everybody in the world has heard this one, but it's not necessarily always somebody's favorite show. Right. Law and Order. Oh yeah. Right. Ching ching. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Also, I got to say, like, in the heat of the night. In the yeah. heat of the night. I remember it would be like, um, I would watch, I can't remember exactly what show it was, but it would be like, I would watch it like two or three, two, till, till like two or three in the morning. And all of a sudden, like, I would kind of like maybe sometimes doze off and that would always wake me up. I would wake up to that, that specific one. Oh, dude, I remember uh, Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Was it was it Growing Pains? That was. You know we're nearly now that we're near. The best is ready to begin. Oh, oh as long as we got each other. Dun, 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 dun. You know what I'm talking about? I really don't. No, that's not. You that's can not... take anything that comes our way. <laughs> Baby, rain or shine all the time. We got each other sharing the laughter and love. No, I, I really don't remember that I one. Think that, I think that's what that is. <laughs> oh, man. There's so many. Now now that I'm like getting into it, now I'm thinking of like all of them. All those different ones, yeah. Yeah. Fresh Prince. Oh, oh, for sure. Yeah, how did we miss that one? In West Philadelphia, yeah, born and raised. If you don't know that one, like... Man, you know what the the missing... So, like, it was a song he'd written. Yeah, there know? was a whole, like, verse missing. There was a couple of verses, yeah. you know. Because they, they talk about the time where he goes to the airport and then I when he gets Dan pulled... I pleaded up, with her. Yeah, and it was, yeah. like, when he's, on, when he's on the plane and, like, a whole thing. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, Criminal Minds is a good one. I don't think I know that one. Too yeah, much. it's kind of it's like... It's almost like Law and Order, kind of similar okay. to that, you know, just... Yeah. Real good. Ooh, um, Saved by the Bell. Yep. Yeah. That was a good one. Yep. Wake up in the morning and that I wanted and I think I never make it on. That's perfect. Yep. Yeah. That was a good one. Okay. I got one here for you. Okay. Power Rangers. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, wait. Now, actually, I was thinking of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when I was thinking of it. Right. Uh, although Teenage Mutant, Teenage Mutant Turtles in a Half Shell, Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, that's that was in my head, and that's what I started to sing. I was like, wait, no, that's not it. Yeah. Uh, um, oh yeah, but I, I think okay. Go go Power Rangers. Yeah, 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 yeah that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> go go Power Rangers, Money Muffin Power Rangers. Yeah, that was a good one. Um. Hmm. All right. So how about 
all that. This yes. is all that. This is all that. Yep. Nickelodeon. Oh, yeah. Hmm. And then all the cartoons, too. I mean, like Family Guy. Yeah. South Park. Uh, okay, my favorite one, I think, of those uh, genres, though, has got to be American Dad. Good morning, USA. Oh, yeah. yeah that's yeah, such yeah, a good one. Good. I love that one. Oh, uh, Friends. Yeah, of course. <laughs> how could you leave? Yeah, how could yeah. you leave that one out? Friends for sure. Uh, the Drew Carey Show. Remember the Cleveland Rocks? Cleveland Rocks. Remember the Drew Carey Show? Yeah. Well, they had two different ones. They had like the earlier version. When it was, um, oh my gosh, it was some kind of swing I, I, style. I remember song, now. I'm but, starting to remember. Yeah, now. but the, the, they had the Cleveland Rocks one uh, was my favorite one. And which which actually reminds me of that '70s show. We're yeah. all right. We're, We're all, all right. Yeah. That's a good one too. Hello, Cleveland. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. What um, was the first one? Um, oh, uh, this one wasn't necessarily. It, it sticks in my head. Um, is uh, Mash? Yeah. With the flute, you know. Yeah. And that that one's not necessarily one of my favorites, but it just sticks in my head so much. That one and um, oh my gosh, come on, Doogie Howser. Right, yeah. Yeah. The Walking Dead had a good one. I like. I mean, yeah, it was all right. It was mostly it was it was Just a lot more visual yeah, too. Yeah. Like it was yeah. more visual. Ooh, um, Gilligan's Island. Yeah, a three-hour tour. Yeah, a three-hour tour. Yeah. That was a good one too. Mostly, I mean, they used to have like those old ones, just kind of explain it, the yeah, show. Yeah, it was you know? always. Yeah, it was always. <laughs> if you'd never seen the show, the intro would almost explain everything you need to know. about Pretty it. much. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was one. Of the, uh, he's a smart guy. Yeah, smart yeah. guy. Yep. Uh, but yeah, like all the cartoons and stuff. Like I, did, I mean, I remember. Um, Hey Arnold. Yep. It was just kind. Of, it was kind of a weird one. It didn't really talk much about the show. cat but. dog. Something in the world with a little cat dog. Cat dog, yep. Oh, uh, Andy Griffith? Of course, yeah. <laughs> right? With, you know, fun fact, I may have mentioned this on here before, but I got to meet Andy Griffith and... Ron Howard? Uh, well, no, never oh. met Ron Howard. Andy Griffith and, um, and George Lindsay. Really? So, in the uh, at UNA... The the guy that started the film department right. uh, and there was George Lindsay because he attended that college years and years and years ago. And so every year they have a George Lindsay film festival there. Tons of indie filmmakers come in and show their movies like constant. Like it is, there's like three or four venues constantly showing indie films. Oh, wow. <clears throat> and like they win best this, best that, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. Well, then at the end... Uh, they have a big banquet, or a banquet, and they honor all the winners. And um, George Lindsay was there for the most part mm-hmm. the last few years. Right. There was a couple years that I was there that he wasn't there, but right before he passed away, he was there, and Andy Griffith was there. Wow. And I Matt Lock himself. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I um, or Andy Taylor from right because yeah, that was. Um, but anyway, and so like I, 
I got to, because I worked on university events, I was working that particular, because um, they did like a Q&A right. with some people, like the filmmakers and stuff, and, the, and, he, and then they were always like, I guess. So I actually was miking people up. Now, neither of them got on stage, but I took the opportunity, because uh, they were just kind of in the crowd. I took the opportunity to go up and meet them. Sure. Briefly. Heck yeah. Because um, I, uh, that same way, I got to meet um, Michael Rooker. Oh, cool. Uh, from The Walking Dead. He played Merle. Right, And yep. he's in the uh, Marvel movies. He yeah. was, uh, I can't remember his name right now. Yeah, he was in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And then uh, Hondu, I think was his name. And then, uh, or Andu. Something like that. And yeah. then I ended up getting to meet, uh, so there was a lady. Yondu. In S- Yondu. Yondu. That's right, yeah. So there was a lady that um, Martin Luther King Jr. knew um, that was big in his life. wasn't like a family, but it was like his, you know, he'd call her like an aunt, basically. You know, it was just an older lady that was a friend of the family, has known him since he was young and all that kind of stuff. And she came in and she knew him in his last days. Like, she, like that was a place in Selma, I believe Selma, yeah. mm-hmm. where he would um, retreat to to get away from kind of everything. Right. And... She came and told her story too, so I got to meet all these people. Oh wow! Um, actually, I mean, I've gotten to meet more through things like that, but specifically those that like just what reminded me of as far as like Q and A type stuff. But yeah, getting to meet Andy Griffith and uh, and <clears throat> George Lindsay was crazy. I mean, I they didn't say much. I mean, I just went up and you know introduced myself, um, just told them that I, I would <laughs> I would hate myself if I didn't take the chance to or the opportunity to meet them. Right, and they were like, "Hey, you know, yeah, that's what it's about, you know, just, just." And they they talked; they were real kind, and I bet that was that's cool. That was it. They didn't talk much. They were both very, I mean, like because George Lindsay died, and it was months later that Andy Griffith died. So. Yeah. Anyway, that was a really cool thing. That's awesome. And I I didn't get a photo with them because I didn't want to. I was working, and right. I didn't want to just be like, "Hey, let me get a photo." I just wanted to take the opportunity to actually meet and speak to them. Well, that's so cool. Shake both their hands, that kind of thing. That's awesome. Um, but anyway, so yeah, um. That that show was one of them. Um, got one more. Uh, well, I mean, it would be my number one okay, for sure. Go for it. Uh, the theme from Black Sails. Black Sails. It's a pirate. It's a it's a TV right. show about pirates. Um, it's it's honestly it's like I think my favorite TV show of all time. It's a four series or four season. It's just a mini series. It was always meant to be that way, but it's set twenty years before the events of Treasure Island take place. Right. And so yeah, it's I a lead up to Treasure it. Island, but the the music. And the visuals. The visuals are a lot of it. But honestly, the music that leads up to that, um, it's the best I've ever heard. And it fits that show so perfectly. You yeah. know, it's drums. It's got a uh, you know, violins, orchestra, stuff like that. But it's got a hurdy-gurdy that they also use in it, too. Okay. Yeah, a hurdy-gurdy. So love well, that one. Listen to it. I mean, that one is, yeah. The, I, I remember you talking about that before, and I went and actually yeah. like listened to it. It's awesome. Um, I believe the one I'm going to end with, I'm going to try to end strong here, Cops. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's so, uh, yeah. yeah. Cops, man. Uh, of course, it got canceled. Right. But, uh, well, still. Yeah. I think I think just the news took over it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Facebook took over the cops. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, that. Bad boys, yeah, that's a great theme for sure. I mean, and then universally recognized. So, oh yeah, a lot of that. and then in the Bad Boys movies, they never learned the lyrics yeah. until the last one. They finally learned them. No, did they? oh yeah, I remember I that. I think, yeah, 
I think part of it at least. Yeah, something. That's yeah. funny. But yeah, yeah. Those are good ones. cops, man. Cops. All right. <laughs> well, I believe that is it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in. Once again, if you guys could uh, please leave a review and a rating for us, yeah, that helps us out. We're not yeah. starting to get desperate here, but yeah, it, it was just—it's just a recognition <laughs> thing. Uh, we'll get recognized more on, and, and if we get good ratings and reviews, it yeah. boosts us, and people can find us easier when they're just randomly searching for like comedy podcasts, that kind of stuff. So it just helps a little bit. But uh, like I said, thanks for listening, and uh, we hope to see you next week or whenever the next time we put an episode out, which will be next week. So. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, oh man. Yeah. So, uh, bye bye. Bye bye.